Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Mark on the World show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe, and our guest today is Kara Jones, the founder of Storytellers for Good. Kara, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Devin. Really excited to be with you this morning. Well, the honor is all ours, my heavens. Uh, with the great work you do and uh, the awards and recognition you've received, we're just honored, honored to have you with us today. Tell us about what Storytellers for Good is, because that's so important for the context of our discussion. Uh, yeah, sure. Well, shall I tell you about my journey to it, or shall I tell you what it is first? Tell us what it is, then we'll do your journey. Okay, good. I'm all about the journey. <laughs> uh, so, Storytellers for Good, we're a team of producers and videographers, and we work with change makers and those in the nonprofit space to help them craft inspiring stories that they can use to further their work in the world, generate income, fundraise, all the things that they need to make the maximum impact. That, that is just wonderful work. So tell us how it is that you came to be doing that. So yeah, it's a, it's a long journey. Um, and uh, I actually used to be in the television news industry uh, many years ago. It feels like another lifetime now. Uh, but yeah, right out of school, I thought I was going to go to law school, and I instead chose to just try my hand at, at TV news. And I had no experience, so I moved to a little town called Naples, Florida, and, uh, which I had never heard of at the time, and, and just put in my time you know, covering stories about sea turtles and manatees and you know, D-level celebrities that would come through town. And, and uh, it, was, it was a wonderful adventure. And, uh, but what, what I quickly <clears throat> found was that you know, there were limitations to, to um, small town news, and I always aspired to, to get to a big city news station. And, and so I finally got you know, a, a dream job of sorts and moved to Boston, which is uh, where I was living before I moved to Florida. So it was very exciting. It felt like going home. And, and uh, I really felt like I, ha I had arrived in the world. Uh, you know, I, I worked at this brand new uh, $50 million station and had a helicopter and big trucks and, and felt very important for a few weeks. Uh, but what I quickly realized was that in, uh, in big city news on any given day, there's going to be some tragedy happening somewhere. And so I all too often found myself outside of crime scenes and chasing people out of courtrooms and... Uh, I had one experience in particular where I was asked to cover a, a car crash one morning. It was a, a big pileup on a freeway, and unfortunately someone was killed. And I was asked to go to the doorstep of a person that was killed that morning. And uh, like we always did with a, along with a videographer, you know, we went hoping that it would be the wrong address, that the person wouldn't be home or the family wouldn't be home. And... Um, sure enough, there was a young woman on the doorstep of this address, and when she saw this big news truck, uh, you know, she ran out to me and she asked you know, what had happened to her mother. And uh, apparently her, her father had told her that something had happened and she should stay home, and then she looked online and saw there was this huge pileup in a, in a car that um, she, you know, in combination with us showing up at her doorstep, figured it out before my eyes. And it was the worst day of my professional career 
and the day that I decided that I didn't want to uh, be a part of, of that form of storytelling anymore. And to get through the remaining months of my contract, uh, I started seeking out inspiring stories. And it was in part because I wanted to share those stories and in part because I needed those stories to, um, to handle and offset so many of the other ones that I was a part of telling. And so, you know, I went out and found people like this, um, this young woman who at three years old was shot by a stray bullet and paralyzed for the rest of her life, but had the most positive attitude and was just inspiring everyone around her. And this uh, young man who was blind and autistic, but could play 27 instruments. Um, this young family that had had their daughter killed in a, uh, by a drunk driver when she was 16 and um, in their 40s, they decided that they weren't gro done growing the love in their family. And so they decided to try to have more kids and they ended up having, through in vitro, triplets. <laughs> and so, you know, a story about their adventure of starting over. And um, when I left the news business, I decided not to uh, continue on after my contract. I, uh, I went and traveled the world for a year to, to find myself again. And I, I had... Um, went to South America and Europe and ended up in India and it was then that I came back to myself and, and back to this love of storytelling and as I thought about what I wanted to do I kept coming back to those stories that to this day still stick with me um, that were not just inspiring for the audiences that I shared them with but were really genuinely inspiring for me personally and so I thought um, you know moving out here to the Bay Area how could I blend this love of storytelling in a, in a realm that, um, you know, where people were doing really positive things in the world. And, you know, the, I had an agent in the news industry who told me that the job that I was looking for didn't exist. <laughs> and so, um, so I, I did what I could to, to try to create that job. And uh, now working with Storytellers for Good, I feel so fortunate to be able to share um, similar type stories uh, that represent powerfully the work of organizations that, you know, that need more support and need people to know and have a, more of a felt sense of, of the work they, that they do uh, to further their work world. Well, you're doing just amazing, amazing work and you are getting to meet somewhat uh, like me. I hate, to, I hate to draw an analogy of myself to you because this story is about you, not me, but, but you get to meet great people all the time and and discover the great stories of the great people. Can you tell us some of those great stories? Just share a few with us. Sure. Um, well, one of my early favorites was um, we do an event every year where we invite five nonprofits uh, who might not have the resources to have a professional video come and pitch a story, and they each. Um, they speak for three minutes and then the audience votes on who gets a pro bono video prize for the year. And so it's a very exciting event. And um, one of the women that I met through that, uh, her name is Nella Rogers, and she uh, started an organization called Mama Hope. Um, and the story is that she uh, had, uh, her mother had passed away suddenly. She was uh, the only daughter of her mother and her mother was her family and she passed away suddenly from cancer. and. Um, a few months later, her daughter had an opportunity to go to Africa and Kenya, and as she was there, she remembered that her mother had sponsored this young man in Kenya, uh, a sponsored, you know, long-distance type relationship, and, and she thought, you know, maybe I could meet him while I'm here, and 
So she went and met this young man and uh, had this beautiful connection with him and, and came to realize that her mother had actually sponsored a whole village um, of women who uh, were struggling with um, HIV and, and you know, children who had lost parents as a result of that. And, and when this village heard that this, the daughter of this woman was coming, um, they had this huge ceremony for her and it was just this amazingly emotional event. And so when she saw this, she realized that this was a way that she could um, use her pain to help um, you know, turn that pain into something meaningful, a meaningful project. And so she founded uh, what's called Mama Hope. And um, the mission is to empower you know, communities in Kenya with uh, various community projects that they come up with themselves. And, uh, it's just, it was such a powerful lesson for me in, you know, turning uh, grief. You know, Nyla has this great line in our, in our video that you can see on our website, which is, you know, the grief is just a form of love, and when you can take that grief and, and turn that love into something meaningful for other people, it, it allows the person that you're grieving uh, to, move, to live on in a way. Um, and uh, so that, that lesson and that story has really stuck with me. Uh, another one is... Um, I'm thinking of these these homeless marathon runners that I had a, a chance to do a story on in Chicago, and uh, there was this one young man, Isaac, who uh, had been in jail for um, from about 18 to 32, so a good chunk of his life um, for a crime he had committed, and um, he just talked about you know this the cycle of homelessness that he was in, and it was like you know being in a box his whole life, and how you know the, the process of running and, and having a goal and something small that he did every day slowly started to um, to, to break him out of this box and you know he, anyway we follow him to the race and he finishes the race and he has this great you know um, feeling of triumph he feels like he, he won the lottery and he's just beaming and you know and he, and he just talks about how you know you have to choose to step out of the box you know, and I decided that, that I was going to step out of that box, and the box wasn't going to define me anymore. Um, so that's that. That was one that really stuck with me. Very inspiring stories, and uh, it's really special that you've had the opportunity to uh, to share those kinds of stories. I imagine that a lot of the stories you make are for large organizations that can afford to pay you to to make them, but those. Are, are still meaningful stories as well, aren't they? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And one of the one of the ways that I one of the things I think I really can bring to organizations is the perspective that even as big as you are, the best way to impact people is to whittle that big story down to a personal level. And and it's one of my favorite things to do is to work with a nonprofit who you know, starts with this sense of like, we, we have this mission statement and we're going to, you know, put it in text in this video and we're going to interview this executive director and this board member and, and then, you know, I come in, I'm like, no, <laughs> it's like, you know, um, I think in this digital overload area, era that we're living in, it's, it's so much more important now uh, than ever to, to be able to create an emotional connection and the way that we're designed to create an emotional connection is by, um, getting to know and connect with people one-on-one, -on -one, you know, one or a few stories at a time. And uh, Mother, Mother Teresa has this great quote that, if I look at the mass, I will never act. 
but if I look at one, I will. And so I, it's one of my favorite things to help uh, you know big organizations who do big work to to whittle their story down to um, uh, one that can be connected to on on a more intimate level. And then you know I, I like to work with what I call micro story. You know, bringing in that that intimate connection, but also you can weave in a macro story into that so you can see the big picture, uh, but not lose connection inside of you know, that personal story in the process. What are some of the big organizations you've done some work for? Uh, so right now in the Bay Area, we're working with the Goodwill Industries. And they're uh, here in the Bay Area, they're really doing some wonderful storytelling. And I think a, a lot of organizations are, are starting to understand this need to, to make their work personal and to humanize their work. And so we've been doing a series of... Um, they're called Good Stories, uh, about just individual people who've uh, faced challenges. If you're familiar with the, the mission of Goodwill, they, um, you know, in addition to the stores that they have, a lot of people who work behind the scenes are uh, just like the things that are being sold are, are having a second chance in life. And, and they're people who've been trained uh, through Goodwill programs to... Um, to uh, do the work that they're doing and, and get ahead in the... Um, in the job industry and uh, make a difference that way. Uh, we're also working with uh, Larkin Street Youth Services here in the Bay Area. They're a uh, homeless youth um, service operation and so we've been uh, again finding the personal stories that help represent the variety of programs that they do. Well that, that can sometimes be hard I'm sure to identify those personal stories that really uh, meaningfully and correctly exemplify the work of an organization. How do you help an organization find those stories? Great question. Um, it's, uh, it's something that I think is a co-creative process because the people in, in the organization are, are those who are on the ground and have connections with, with the individual people. You know, I, I try to uh, give some guidelines that it, you know, it's important to find people who can be really genuine. I, ha I have actually an acronym that I work with. Uh, people who are genuine, who can, you know, when needed, be vulnerable and, um, you know, really be authentic in the way they communicate. communicate. Um, people who are outgoing, you know, if the story calls for it. Uh, in the television industry, we had a, a saying that, you know, if your energy is up here, it comes across about here on camera. So you look for people who's sort of like in person or a little much. <laughs> they come across right about right on camera, and um, so if someone's energy is like here, you know, it it, it can really um, translate that way. Uh, you know, even less so on camera. So outgoing is a really important quality. Uh, people who are articulate. So sometimes people have really powerful stories, but they might be really really shy, and especially for video, that that can be challenging. And so. Sometimes I'll encourage a nonprofit to think about maybe the story that's um, less, you know, the, the person that might be, uh, or the story that, you know, might be not as interesting, but the person who really has uh, an ability to articulate it in a, in a powerful way. And then lively is just, you know, sometimes the story is made just by these, you know, those quirky folks that um, are just unforgettable. There's a story that we did, uh, one of our big clients is called the Random Acts of Kindness Foundation based in Denver, awesome organization. And uh, we did this story for them about this woman that uh, felt like people didn't smile enough at random at each other. And so she blew up this giant picture of her smile 
and would walk the streets of San Francisco Mission District with her, her big smile. <laughs> she, just, she was just an unforgettable, kind of quirky, beautiful woman that, um, that just made the story. And so uh, sometimes people like that can help um, get your message across just because of who they are. Well, sure. Well, Kara, tell people how they can and should engage with you and who you're most interested in hearing from so that people know whether or not they should reach out to you and then how they should find you. Sure. So uh, we are at Storytellers for Good, www.storytellersforgood.com, as you can see on the screen. And, um, you know, we're on Facebook and, and Twitter, and uh, I think you can find those links through this uh, Devin's platform here, which we're so excited about. One of the things that, uh, you know, we're, we're based in San Francisco, and so, you know, there can be added costs of trying to do video production work outside of the Bay Area. Uh, but one of the things that we're really excited about is launching uh, some educational programs for change makers in the world to help them craft their stories. And um, we have in-person events here in the Bay Area, but uh, also have a series of uh, online webinars that we're developing in the coming months. So um, if anyone is interested in, in those, they can reach out to us through our website and we'd be happy to become informed about that. Uh, if they do have amazing stories that they that they think deserve our attention we'd love to hear about them we uh, like I said we have an annual event where we try to um, bring some of those voices in folks that are doing amazing work but might not have the resources for a video and so we do that here in the Bay Area right now we're not doing that nationwide as much as we'd hope to uh, we, we have had events in other cities um, but uh, we always love to hear the stories and if there's a way we uh, we can. We like to cover them as much as possible. Oh, fantastic. Well, Kara, I hope you'll uh, stay in touch and keep us posted. And uh, perhaps when there's a story you can't share, uh, maybe there's a way I can share it through my little platform here and, and be of some use to you and to them as well. So Thank keep you so us in much, Kevin. I'm really inspired by the work that you're doing. Well, wow. uh, I'm, I'm honored you'd say that. Thank you. We're, we're all inspired by the work you're doing and wish you every success, Kara. Thank you very much for being with us today. Thank you. All righty. Let's do some good. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Devonthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devon hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur, or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devon is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for, and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship impact investing and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.